This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and still after 26 years, we're here in our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV. And if you'd like to find out the great programming we have available for you, 724-365 on radio, www.xzbn.net, you're saying, Rob, why did you just say on radio? Well, that's because we started our beta testing today on our 24-7-365 TV channel. That is going to be part of the um, Simul TV satellite network. So we're really excited about that, Exonation. And I will tell you more about that as we get closer to the debut, so to speak. My guest this hour is a gentleman I've had the pleasure of knowing for a number of years. Dr. David Gruder is his name. Uh, he makes integrity profitable. In fact, radio and TV reports named him America's Integrity Expert in 2008. Over his 40-plus year career, he has founded or been on a board member for numerous successful for-profit and non-profits. He has authored or written portions of 23 books, has been featured in Forbes 17 times, and twice has uh, given hundreds of keynotes training programs, and media interviews in eight countries on three continents. No wonder he's tired all the time, I guess. Uh, why Dr. Gruder is usually uh, his... Uh, I'm sorry. Why is Dr. Gruder's unusually broad experience so enthusiastically sought by a wide range of leaders, entrepreneurs, and helping professionals? The clues are in the diverse range of awards that he has uh, received, including politics and society, social change, leadership, collaboration, facilitation, conscious business, psychology, health, and wellness, and self-help. Needless to say, you're in for a real treat tonight, ExoNation. Joining me now is my friend, Dr. David Gruder. And uh, Dr. David, always a great pleasure having you here in the Exxon. Oh, it's such a joy to be back with you, Rob. It's been way too long. You are one of the hardest-working people in your field of expertise that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. David, where do you get your energy from? <laughs> God only knows, and I mean that literally. <laughs> I, I really am drawing from source, and I do my best to keep my batteries recharged. Mm -hmm. And I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. So that keeps me uh, energized as well, Rob. You know, when you and I first met, you were known as the integrity expert. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you just blossomed. And I can't believe that you've been doing this for over 40 years. 
Yeah, yeah, one form or another. It took me a long time, Rob, to even think about mm. the whole notion of expertise and integrity because it has been part of my fabric my entire life pretty much and and certainly my entire career and uh, it's like a fish swimming in water i never really thought much about it and then when i was asking colleagues of mine from the various uh, spheres of my professional life right Back, uh, back in uh, around the year 2000, what did they think that my branding was? What did they think that I was best known for? The What I heard from them across all the different fields that I that I travel in was, you're the integrity guy. You're the one that, that knows about integrity and ethics. And my, yep. my reaction initially was, what? Huh? That, that's not branding. That's just how you're supposed to be. Well, in today's society, my friend, it's branding. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, you're right. <laughs> David, stand by. You and I have to take our first break. Explanation, Dr. David Gruder is our special guest. www. Do you have your pencils and paper ready? There you go. www.drgruder.com. And Dr. Gruder and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exome from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget Exonation for all of the um, programming that we have available for you, 724-365 on radio. Visit www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? 
wire crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. Dr. David Gruder is my special guest. www.drgruder.com. David, as an integrity expert whose many books, uh, awards include social change and politics and society, what do you make of today's social trend towards an alternative facts post-truth era? Mm. That's a mouthful and a great, great question. Mm. Of course, you know, this whole this whole notion of alternative facts or alternate facts has become a buzzword in the recent times and what i've heard used more and more as a term over the past few years is that we live in a post-truth era which basically means we live in an era according to certain people's opinions where facts uh, either don't matter or they're so impossible to discern that that it's as though they don't matter and uh, I, I think that this trend toward uh, toward disregarding data mm-hmm. and confusing data with interpretation is causing a huge amount of of polarization and contemptuousness and divisiveness uh, that is reaching levels that I have not seen in my lifetime. David, the way that people use Facebook, for example, they take a picture of a plate that they have created, and they post it. Or they take a picture of a flower in their garden, and they post it. Am I wrong in saying that these are just cries from people who are seeking attention that they've not been able to get before? I think that you're on the right track. I would go beyond the word attention to the word connection. Mm, Okay. That, That in the age of social networking people are becoming more and more connection-starved. And I don't think it's anybody's fault in the sense that the Internet is still relatively young and social networking is a whole lot younger than that. And whenever there's a new toy that comes on the scene, think about what happens with a kid. When a kid gets a new toy that they really like, that their whole world revolves around that new toy for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And then the obsession kind of fades away and that toy, if it's really got sustainability for that child, it occupies a, a right place in the balance of the child's life. And it's the same thing with this kind of technology. It's relatively new. I think that uh, there are many, many people that are drunk on social networking uh, they're completely intoxicated by it, and it has incredibly valuable uses, but we haven't gotten past the intoxication stage with this new technology to have gotten into right relationship with it. 
But are there also dangers involved? Oh, dangers, you bet. Uh, you know, the, uh, the dangers of, uh, for example, we've seen so many incidents of, uh, of people doing cyberbullying mm-hmm. where the anonymity or the, the insulation or the non-personal, the lack of contact gives them permission, gives them license to be cruel, oftentimes in ways that they would never dare to be if the person was right in front of them in the real world. Uh, And uh, we see this kind of cyberbullying among kids and teenagers, but we also see this kind of bullying go on between adults, citizen to citizen and politician to politician and media pundit to media pundit. It's, It's really quite alarming. Speaking about the media, are we engineered as humans to uh, absorb and to process all the data that we are being inundated with these days? Oh, Rob, what a great question. I don't have the the numbers uh, at my fingertips, but the amount of data that we are inundated with today is mm-hmm. so many many, many times greater than what was the case 100 years ago. I really do believe that most people are today living in a state of perpetual uh, information overwhelm and that that's part of why, to double back to your question about pictures of flowers in Mm -hmm. the garden, part of why people will go ahead and do something like that because they're so overwhelmed, they don't even know that they're thirsty to come back to some sense of simplicity and silence and taking time to smell the roses. Yeah. But what about all the so-called fake news that is being generated in order to to fill the demand that is being created by these people who seem to live in the realm of technological limbo. Right. Well, what I've seen in the fake news department Mm -hmm. in recent years is that the people who are on a mission to manipulate public opinion or to manipulate um, support for certain causes or special interests or candidates or whatever it might happen to be, have caught wind of how powerful fake news can be. And now that it's the tail wagging the dog in a sense, right. because the, uh, the fake news purveyors are pursuing a very, very conscious and deliberate agenda to manipulate public opinion into supporting product services causes and causes and candidates while thinking they're doing it out of their own free will and that whole strategy rob was first developed and fine-tuned and given a name a hundred years ago by the father of modern public relations, whose name was Edward Bernays, not spelled like the sauce, B-E-R-N-A-Y-S. And he called it manufactured consent. Manufactured consent. Interesting. And that's the father of fake news. Hmm. And yet people are using their handheld devices as a, in my opinion, a crutch to reality. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, for example, the dating websites that are just blo- flourishing, like you, you want to find Mr. and Mrs. Right, here's a list of websites. And then the electronic garage sales or Ebays that are out there, you know, you can buy a pair of slippers for $4 instead of going down to the corner dollar store and picking up the exact same pair for a dollar. Like where does where does our rationality fit in here with the with all these electronic gizmos? Are we getting to that point where we're turning dumb? Oh yes. Uh, in fact, even just asking where does our rationality fit into this, it doesn't. This has nothing to do with rationality. But how did we get to a place where so many people can't think their way out of a paper bag? Well. <clears throat> You know, in the United States, I don't see evidence that we have a robust enough education system in terms of of, uh, raising kids to be capable of truly critical thinking. They don't know how to do discernment. Well, why should they? They've got an app in front of them that does it for them. 
Well, the app, <laughs> if they were if they were properly trained in how to utilize that app, the app would become a servant to their critical thinking and discernment process rather than a substitute for it. Right, and many families use the electronic um, babysitting techniques. You know, there's an Xbox, sit down, play, and while well, Dad and I go out and have a night on the town. It, yes. You know, parents and families, my gosh, David, a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I went to a Swiss chalet restaurant. Mm-hmm. And next to us was a table of a mom and a dad and their four children. They were not talking. They were texting. Oh, Rob, I had a similar experience in, uh, uh, I think it was Orlando. No, I forget where it was. Oh, it was in Washington, D.C. area, actually. I was uh, presenting at a uh, at a conference, and I was having dinner one night in a restaurant across from the hotel, and across the uh, the way from where I was sitting in a in a booth where I, I think it was five or maybe even six uh, women who were in their 70s. And they were clearly together because they were going to spend the evening together and they're eating dinner. Every single one of these women in their 70s was on their digital device doing something. And I, it, took, it took my breath away. It was like, wait a minute. Until that moment, I thought, oh, yeah, only young people are doing this. But to see a yeah. table of, uh, of silver-haired, distinguished-looking women all on their devices – when they were supposed to be having dinner together, it just it took my breath away, Rob. I think uh, I think at times, David, that the world is going to hell in a handbasket. I think that people are just losing their sense of reality. I remember when I was a kid, believe it or not, uh, that you know <laughs> supper time was the time where the family got together and communicated by a by a communication mode called talking. You know, mom and dad would ask us about our days and, you know, they'd tell us about their day. We'd plan what was going on in the weekend. And, of course, then you'd have to show mom and dad your homework to make sure you got it done. And once that was done, you were allowed to go outside and play in the fresh air. Mm-hmm. And then you were, came mm-hmm. into bed, you know, and the, and the rest of it. I, I, I There are times, David, when I don't like the modern days because I think that p- so many people are being robbed of the the joy of life that that technology is actually raping the people from the true joys of life and i i had a guest on the show many years ago his name was dr uh i'm sorry pastor harry walther and he said mm-hmm. rob do you know what the modern day 666 is i said no mm-hmm. he said w w w well you know i would I would I would liken it to the the old saying that um, that's not true that money is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. It's love of money that's the root of all evil. Yeah. And these technologies are not the root of all evil. It's the obsession. It's the intoxication. It's the misuse and the overuse of the technologies that are the root of all evil, if you will. And. We we have yet to develop right relationship with these technologies. On the one hand, you know, we could certainly talk about and take a perspective, a, a legitimate perspective on how the, the world is going to H-E double hockey sticks in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, if we look at it from the 40,000 foot level, I think what emerges is a world that is on the verge of a quantum breakthrough forward in its evolution. I like the way that sounds. I like the way that sounds. And I hope, my friend, that you are right. And uh, you and I will continue this conversation after this news break as we split off now for the news from the Canadian News Network. Exonation, my guest this hour is Dr. David Gruder. Um, his website is www.drgruder.com. That's www.drgruder.com. Exonation, as I've been saying for the last couple of days, if you'd like to find out what's available at the Exxon Broadcast Network, what you can listen to, 724-365, a number of our great shows. All our shows are great, come to think of it. What am I saying? Some of our great shows. Oh, we do have one or two shows from other networks, so all right, that's where my bias comes from. 
www.xzbn.net. That's www.xzbn.net. And Dr. Gruder and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal, the science of parapsychology, and all topics in between here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
ExoNation, Dr. David Gruder is my special guest this hour, www.drgruder.com. And uh, David, you teach a course on how our relationship with power has become very distorted over the past decades and how anyone can resist their relationship with power to serve instead of harm, harm themselves and others. What power distortions are you seeing and what damage are they causing? Hmm. Yeah, I've I've really become quite uh, quite enthralled with how deteriorated our relationship with power has become at the level of citizens, communities, organizations, businesses, governance, society, the planet. Uh, we we seem to have polarized into a couple of groups. Mm-hmm. One group that is the power tyrants. They're drunk on on coercing and controlling and manipulating others. And the other group that is power phobic, they they either are in direct rebellion against the power tyrants or they run away from anything resembling power, including their own personal power. And all of these reactions to power, whether it's the tyranny side or the avoidance of power side of the uh, of the continuum are are causing us to. Uh, to really have such a distorted notion of our capacity to have impact in the world, which ironically, Rob, is exactly what power actually is. Power is simply the capacity to have impact. But people have forgotten that. How important is it to the people that they actually have this impact? Well, you know, Piggybacking on the manufactured consent, uh, Mm -hmm. fake news theme we were talking about earlier, people are – have been essentially pounded into a state that psychologists refer to as learned helplessness where they have come to believe falsely that they have no power, that voting doesn't matter, that speaking up doesn't matter, that – uh, that behaving in in appropriate um, integrous citizen kinds of ways don't matter, mm-hmm. uh, and nothing could be further from the truth. So we have a learned helplessness factor going on here, and one of the things that actually excites me amidst all of the nonsense that's going on today societally is that because of the nonsense – more and more people who have up until now been in a state of learned helplessness are starting to reach what I refer to as the Popeye point. The um, Popeye, the old Popeye the Sailor Man cartoons, just before he reaches for his can of spinach, he says, that's all I can stand, I can't stand no more. Yeah. And I'm seeing people reaching that Popeye point who up until now had been in learned helplessness. So some really cool things I think are beginning to emerge from having suppressed our own power for far too long and tolerated tyranny for far too long. So how do people deal with this now, David? You know, how do they deal with this, this power, this tyranny, this, this new way of living? Ah, well, there's a paradox here. In my power course, the first unit, the first set of lessons in the course are about self-responsibility. They're about helping people step into taking ownership over the fact that their core power, their foundation of having power out in the world starts with them taking responsibility for the fact that they and only they are responsible for what they pay attention to, how they understand or interpret what they pay attention to, the feelings they have as a result mm-hmm. of the narrative they create about uh, about the things they're paying attention to, and the words and behaviors that they utter and make as a result of those interpretations. Uh, and It's such an eye-opener to people who are taking this power course how they have completely lost touch with Mm. the power of self-responsibility and how they they weren't ever taught healthy self-responsibility. They thought it was a burden and they're discovering it's a liberation. Isn't that the truth? 
That is so true. You talk a lot about uh, tensions, uh, tensions competence, which is about our ability to find wisdom in uh, seemingly opposing perspectives instead of blindly embracing one and blindly dismissing the other. Why is tensions competence so important, David? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's marvelous, uh, Rob, because the the kind of polarization that we're seeing because of the alternate facts and post-truth era, the, the chronic spin that's going on, is really feeding people's tendency to think in, in black and white, in either or, in this or that. And because of that, they, they have really lost the muscles to hold seeming contradictions in their hands, like the, the seeming contradictions between preserving personal freedom and promoting the common good. So many people think it's all about my freedom or it's all about the common good. And what tensions competence is about is the ability to sit in the both and and in the inquiry that says, what do solutions look like? What does resolution look like yeah. if it is a combination of these two seemingly conflicted perspectives? Hmm. So what are a couple of examples of tensions competence? Ah, ah. Well, one of them I, I just mentioned, uh, individual freedom yeah. versus the common good. The people who are all about, uh, I want I want all the freedom that I that I want to have. And if if you don't like what I do, that's your problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, versus the people who say, well, the common good is uh, is the only thing that's important. And if if uh, if people are mooching off of you, well, too bad. Um, and uh, that's that's really a perversion of both individual freedom and the common good. But another example of tensions competence is uh, is one that's really well embodied in the movie that, uh, as we're recording this, just came out in in 2017, called The Circle. And The Circle explores the the tensions between transparency mm -hmm. and privacy. And that's another one of these really hot button issues today. Uh, how much invasiveness is the government doing into our personal lives and uh, how much how much privacy should we have versus how much is does it help our safety for for eyes to be everywhere? Things like that. So that's another tensions competence area, transparency versus privacy. You know, there seems to be growing polarization around capitalism as an economic system, with uh, some advocating a version of capitalism that Anne Ryan described in her classic novel, Atlas Shrugged, and others advocating socialism instead. Uh, are they our only choices, David? Oh, I certainly hope not. And, and no, they aren't. Uh, my perspective about that is partly informed, actually, by the Star Trek universe, and in the Star Trek universe, money has essentially been made irrelevant because people are simply uh, living their passion and in their careers. And so they they don't worry about money because everything is covered for them. They're just simply contributing to society in the ways that are right matched for them. And they're loving what they're doing and they're having their leisure time and things like that. But we don't live in a Star Trek universe and so we need a bridge, in my opinion, between where we are right now, with it, which is with a largely corrupt perversion of capitalism toward a Star Trek universe kind of economic system. And I think that that bridge is healthy, collaborative capitalism, socially responsible capitalism, where, again, we are resolving the the tensions competence between mm -hmm. the group of people who insist that in order to be profitable, you have to be willing to sacrifice integrity and cherished relationships and social responsibility and life balance. And the other group of people insisting that in order to maintain integrity and, and social responsibility and life balance and cherished relationships, we have to sacrifice profitability or, or uh, abundance. And both of those perspectives are equally and oppositely insane. So I think that the the other choice is this bridge from deteriorated capitalism and dysfunctional socialism 
toward a Star Trek kind of economy through healthy, socially responsible, ethical, integrious capitalism. It seems that there is no more um, even keel. <laughs> like right. everything's off balance. Everything's off center. We're in a teeter-totter existence. And that is part of why I'm so excited to be alive today, Rob. Because I believe we're living through one of these changes of the eons, mm -hmm. periods in history, where a belief system, a mindset, a way of functioning as a, as a um, planet that has been kind of fair, pretty much lockstep for uh, give or take 2,000 years is now crumbling, but it hasn't yet been fully replaced by the next evolutionary leap forward. So it's not fully clear what that looks like. And things always historically have had to fall apart prior to those leaps occurring. So this is why there's so much indecisiveness. I believe that's the golden side of why there's so much decisiveness. In addition to the dark side mm -hmm. of that having to do with things like what we were talking about earlier right. in terms of people's uh, incompetence to think things through in a good way. So is tensions competence the key to ending our social, ideological, and political uh, divisiveness? You know, Rob, I think it is not the only key. It's certainly uh, a, an absolutely foundational one, because without the ability to sit in these seeming contradictions without getting all wigged out and stressed out and angry and contemptuous and polarized and ideologically extreme, without that capacity to sit in a good state of tensions competence, we will never develop the sustainable solutions that we so desperately need today. But don't these, aren't these conditions that we're talking about tonight, David, aren't these the best breeding grounds for stress? <laughs> That's the problem, is that they could be the best breeding grounds for stress if we don't see the forest for the trees. If we see the forest for the trees and can look at the, the massive shifts that we're in the middle of undergoing from that 40,000 foot level that I was talking about yeah. earlier, then we can start calming down again. We can start soothing our own nervous systems, our own, our own biology and our own minds and spirits in order to be able to lean back and say, hmm, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's going on today that's really not okay. It's really not acceptable. It does have to change. And there's a a forward thrust that's going on because there wouldn't be so much reactivity and reactionary thinking if we weren't about to leap forward in our evolution. I see where you're coming from. You and I have to take our final break. Please stand by, David. Exonation, Dr. David Gruder is our speci special guest this hour, www.drgruder.com. And the good doctor and I will return on the other side of this break. Here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Own Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Own Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul-balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Jangles and he danced for you in worn out shoes, silver hair and ragged shirt and baggy pants. The old soft shoe. Exonation Dr. David Gruder is our special guest for this hour. www.drgruder.com. Um, David, do you have any any suggestions or any tips on how people can can deal with the stress that they find themselves being under these days? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do. On a on an obvious level, I think that it's more important now than ever that people each of us develops clarity about what our own unique ways are to recenter ourselves, whether it's prayer or meditation or uh, taking a walk or taking a jog or whatever it might happen to be, because what that looks like is supposed to vary from person to person. But I think each of us has a responsibility to ourselves and to the people around us to know exactly what recharges our batteries that we can do anytime, anywhere, under any circumstances, and to then monitor 
inside ourselves when we are not in that peaceful, centered, grounded, and spirit-connected, higher higher wisdom-connected space, when we're instead getting agitated and aggravated and annoyed and thrown off-center, and to make a practice of of doing U-turns, of, of, uh, of bringing ourselves back to that still place inside ourselves. Uh, I think that that's one piece of the puzzle. That's the internal piece. I think the external piece mm-hmm. is that we have a responsibility to learn how to have conversations with people who have different perspectives from ours uh, in ways that build bridges rather than feed divisiveness and conflict and hurt feelings and broken relationships, broken families, broken businesses, and broken governance. It almost sounds as if this is a broken society. In many ways, I believe it is, Rob. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of undue tension and stress being caused from outside influences. For example, the uh, the threat of terrorist attack by groups such as ISIS. And then the tension about uh, the immigration problems. Then you've got the tension that is being caused within the highest uh, highest seats of power. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a wonder that uh, it's it's not a wonder that more people haven't suffered the dire uh, results of all this stress. So, I understand day to day stresses. I understand the business stresses, but when it comes to the the total realm of all the different stresses, this must be a a level of stress that people within the mental health community have never seen before. I believe that that's so. I mean, between you and me, you know, you you and I have been around the block a couple of yeah. times. Can you think of any other period of time in our lifetimes where there's been more upheaval, more stress, more lying, more corruption, more deterioration societally than, than now? No, sir. Me either. Me either. Uh, so I think that stress really is greatly heightened. And, and people are showing on some levels that that they have more stress resilience than it might be tempting to give them credit for because we haven't completely deteriorated as a society yet. And there are signs in certain quarters that we're approaching the point where we could turn the corner and really start heading in a, uh, in a positive direction again sometime in the relatively near future. And this is what, you know, this is what is making me think that you are so right that we're on the cusp and this may just be the, the, our indoctrination into the new ways and to the, into the new era, preparing yes. us for what lies ahead. Have you ever heard the expression in psychology, uh, sometimes you have to have a breakdown in order to break through? Yes. Well, the same dynamic is true in a society as well, because think about it. All that a society is, is a collection of individuals. And so what happens with individuals happens with societies too. We're breaking down in order to have a breakthrough. Breaking down in order to have a breakthrough. All right. That makes that makes sense. So we have to look at the cup as half full and not half empty. I think we have to not stick our head in the sand in either direction. I think we have to be wide awake about the half empty pieces. Yep. And I think we have to not lose track of the half full truth. I understand that you've made your step-by-step procedure for building tensions competence available to the public at no cost. I mean, absolutely zero cost. Now, what is it called and what does it do? Ah, right. That is true. I, I reached a point the, this past fall and early winter where I, I decided, you know, I've, I've got to do something to, uh, to offer up solutions, concrete step-by-step solutions. And I have had something called a reconciliation roadmap, which is a step-by-step procedure for mm-hmm. uh, for really developing tensions competence and bridging ideological differences and, and restoring synergy out of what used to be 
collaborate, uh, co- uh, uh, coercion and, and all of that kind of nonsense. And so the, uh, the reconciliation roadmap is that, uh, that format that I've made available for free. I have a link on my website that takes people directly into a recording uh, that where I go through step by step what the reconciliation roadmap process is so that they can use that with themselves and uh, and the people that they work with and love and care about and in their communities. That is wonderful, David. You're a very giving man. And uh, what I, one of the reasons I, I respect you so highly is that you've always been, ever since I've known you, part of the solution. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're not one to, uh, as you said before, put your head into the sand. And I, uh, I appreciate that, and I applaud that in you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if I give the, the link to that free resource? You sure can. It's, uh, it's drgruder.com, like you've been saying, D-R-G-R-U-D-E-R.com slash R-R. R-R meaning Reconciliation Roadmap. Lowercase r, lowercase r. So that's www.drgruder.com forward slash rr, both in smaller casing. Yes. Hmm. You know, it's pretty obvious why coercion and divisiveness are, are deeply damaging to couples, David, as well as families, businesses, commodities, communities, society, and governance. But what's the problem with compromise? <laughs> yes, well, you know... Compromise, it's a funny thing, very, uh, very, very quickly. In grad school, decades and decades ago, mm-hmm. they were trying to teach us that what we had to do with couples was to teach them how to compromise. And it, it made the hair stand up on the back of my neck because that's, in, that's nuts because the best possible outcome, best possible outcome with compromise as a strategy is that all parties walk away from the negotiating table feeling equally ripped off. That doesn't lead to sustainable solutions. What it no, leads it to is ever incre- incrementally increasing amounts of resentment. So we have to have a better alternative to coercion and manipulation than what compromise provides. And what is that? That is collaboration. It's synergy. It's the ability to take two seemingly conflicting perspectives and find the wisdom embedded in both in order to discover together what solutions look like that emerge when we combine those respective wisdoms. That's the way we get to sustainable solutions. It's through, it's through synergy. It's through collaboration. It is not through compromise. Would this not be something that we should be teaching our children? It is crucial that we teach this to our children. And my reconciliation roadmap actually is a roadmap for teaching people how to participate in collaboration rather than compromise. I know you're a very busy man these days, David. In fact, you're always busy. If you're not writing, you're doing uh, some lectures, some seminars, and my gosh, like I said, I don't know where you get your energy from. But if people would like to contact you to um, to arrange you as a keynote speaker, how do they do that? Oh, well, yeah, I, they can contact me for keynote addresses or training programs or whatever it might happen to be or business consulting. Uh, they're on, on the website you've been featuring, drgruder.com, D-R-G-R-U-D-E-R.com. <clears throat> Pardon me. There's a blue contact tab at the bottom of each page. Mm-hmm. And if you just click on that contact tab, you can be in touch with me. It's that plain. It's that simple. It's that yeah. easy. And once again, the um, the web address for the Reconciliation Roadmap is www.drgruder.com forward slash lowercase rr, right? Yes. David, as always, a great pleasure talking to you, my friend. Do me a favor, take care of yourself, keep up the great work, and you know what, David, don't be such a stranger. Come visit us again sooner, would you? I will look forward to that, Rob. Thank Thank you you so much for having me back. Thank you for everything you do, my good friend. My pleasure, my joy. Take care, Doctor. ExoNation Dr. David Gruder has been my guest this hour, www.drgruder.com forward slash rr, and the slash rr is for the Reconciliation Roadmap. 
And if you'd like to contact Dr. Gruder for a speaking engagement, business consultation, or any of the other great services he provides, www.drgruder.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we come back here to the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. 